Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Broken Mouse Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. Joining us again tonight is Sean, fresh out of his STD clinic. Hopefully, got his, gonorrhea, got his gonorrhea cleared up. I'm back. Back in the guests. saddle. There we go. Back in the dirty sacks. Oh. Joining us tonight, our special guest is Annie. She went to George Fox for making movies, and now she's joining us tonight to talk about some Star Trek. How's everyone Yay. doing? Yay. I thought this was fitting after the last, what was it, the MMO episode we did, that we were like, well, we pretty much talked about Star Trek for most of it. Yep. And Sean, uh, I know. Um, what? Sean, well, yeah, we had Sean was trying to defend his. his oh my God, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> trying to defend Khan. This is bring. I didn't defend him. I just said I like. I like. He was a good villain. I liked him. You didn't say good villain. You're like, oh, I can understand where he's coming. Well, from. no, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's I like could. dude I kills could. his own crew members. Jesus Christ! I. <laughs> God, he was. Man. Okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, how did everyone become fans of Star Trek, Annie? Uh, so I was 11 when I first saw Star Trek. Um, I was staying at my grandparents' house, and as per usual, I was staying up way past my bedtime, flipping channels, and I saw on like um, one of the regular network. Um, a kid on TV, and I'm like, that never happens after 9 p.m. What the heck? And so I watched it, and it was a Voyager episode, Once Upon a Time, and I was hooked. Like, I hunted down the paper TV guide and was like, what show was I watching? And <laughs> ever since then, I've just been hooked on Star Trek, especially Voyager. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I know we've talked, Annie. You've you've always been kind of a big Voyager fan. Um, yeah. I think more so than, well, I don't know. I think I can answer why, like when Sean and I got introduced in the show, I, our dad was really, well, our parents were really into it. We used to watch Next Generation with them. Yeah, I mean, we just watched, just, we always watched Star Trek. Um, yeah. But um, I didn't really get, like, into Star Trek until um, until uh, college. And that's when I actually, like, sat down and watched, like, all the episodes like from every season. Um, but yeah, uh, when we were growing up, it was always just off and on, you know, whenever the, an episode was on. Yeah. I, it was always like, I think I vaguely remember next gen with them, but I only remember next gen. Not too in, much in deep the space. Guy, but yeah. Those, God, we used to go to all the movies. Oh God. Those, I know to think oh. that I thought nemesis was good. Oh my God. That's the only Star Trek movie I own, besides the new ones, and I don't even know why I own it. Sean, that's like straight two for you, man. What? No, I said Nemesis sucked. (laughs) No, you said you used to like it. Yeah, when I was four. Um, I actually uh, went on, uh, for this episode, I went on uh, Netflix, and I found First Contact. And I was like, oh, I'll just watch this to see how, you know, if I... It's good. Oh my god, it's just so horrible. Jesus what? Christ. Oh. First contact, like everyone just looks old and grumpy. That's like my that's the best one out of that whole genre. Yeah, it still sucks. 
Okay, out of the next gen movies, that's the best one. Yeah, but still shit. How? How? Just bad. Just bad writing. Doesn't make sense. You yeah. can learn about like the economics of Star Trek, like where the money, like what happened, how they became Ooh. the utopia they were. Yeah, I mean, it it could have been an episode or like a two parter, not a yeah. full movie. Yeah, actually, I agree. It could have been like a couple episodes. Probably would have been better. Yeah, Next Gen didn't really have a lot of good movies. The originals did. The first movie, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, that one's really good. You like it because it has a vagina. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think A Voyage Home was, I think, my favorite one. Is uh, that the one with the whale? Yeah, that's the I whale. fucking love that one. That was they, the best. They go back to San Francisco and... Perfect. I know, I know. Space, space whales. Totally. Best. Loved it. I think that and The Search for Spock... And um, oh, the search for Spock. I like that one. Rathacon was good. I think most of them were good, besides First Contact and Nemesis. Yeah, but no, First Contact was okay. Was it Genesis where they uh, go to that planet with the rings and kids can like juggle like f- fucking eight things at once or something? What? Where you know the purple bazooka? Warps. Genesis? That's Genesis, right? Hold on. Oh, that. Um, with where the TNG and X in uh, original series crossed over. Yeah. Well, Genesis, that was the name of the project. It was um, Generations. Generations. There we go. That Warps was Purple Bazooka. That was a weird one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone really liked it, but. It put to sleep, put to bed the original series, which, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Undiscovered Country was good, where they finally it was kind of like uh, they finally become allies with the uh, Klingons. It's been a while since I've seen that. It Probably has been so long since I've watched any of them. Yeah, well, not allies. They they finally make peace and stop warring against each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of a. Cold War kind of film. Yeah. Do you want to jump to the series? Yeah. Who? Okay. Um, Annie, your favorite yeah. series and why? Um, it's tough. I, I would probably have to say by default it's Voyager. It's the first one I ever watched. Like it's the one that I know all the episodes to. Like you tell me something that happens, I'm like, oh, that's this episode. Um, but I recently watched DS9 all the way through, and I think it's probably the best written of all the series. What? Uh, what? DS9? What? 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 You guys don't think that? What? Uh, last, the last, like, nine-episode arc. Space Jesus? Like... <laughs> okay, like, I admit, that was a little weird, but... Like, I do it wrong. Umbridge. Before Umbridge, we had Kai Wen. Don't get me wrong, I love Deep Space Nine, but to call it, like, the best written one... Which one do you think is the best written one? Uh, Next Gen? gen? (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one that Gene Roddenberry did? Um, Well, he didn't do all of it, because I think he died halfway through. But but he he was the, um, you know, he was still uh, alive and um, helped gearing, I mean, uh, 
directing, um, not actual directing, but he helped push next gen into certain um, right. topics and whatnot. Like next gen is uh, I, like, in my opinion, next gen is by far the best on all levels, but it's also a different kind of star Trek than Voyager and um, deep space nine Voyager and deep space nine are kind of like uh <clears throat> kind of like a traditional TV show where uh, from episode one to the last one, it's all connected. You know, it's like one story. While in uh, next uh, TNG, it's, you can jump in at any moment, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, watch any episode without too much dissonance in understanding. Um, and that's why I like Next Gen the most, because um, each episode is like a philosophical, um, you know, a uh, like a, a a challenge of morality or you know, ethics, stuff like that. But when you watch Deep Space Nine, you just see, like, fucking two little kids trying to steal uh, self-sealing nuts or whatever. I don't remember. Like, what? So. <laughs> you don't want to steal self-sealing symbols or whatever No, no, no. It's when, like, oh, God, like, Quirk's nephew and then, like, oh, the worst child actors ever. My God. Like... Is it me or were the... Where's uh, what, what is Quark? He's a uh, Ferengi. He's a Ferengi. Quark's but, cool. All right, Andy. So why why Deep Space Nine? I still think Voyager's probably my favorite, but I don't know. Voyager's I just, cool. For uh, DS Nine, it's just I like the whole um, over our like the entire series. Like it's a cohesive story, and yes, you can't really just jump in and watch one episode. And I kind of like that because. I do script supervision, so like I like having to catch all the little details. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I like being like, oh yeah, that continued over and blah blah blah. Well, I think DS9 was definitely more political, and it definitely showed more of kind of the beta quadrant, alpha quadrant gamma issues. Quadrant. And uh, was it alpha, beta, and gamma? Gamma. Yeah. yeah. Gamma. Where would the uh, not the uh, what was their names with the the earrings? Um, Bajorans. The Bajorans. I, I wanted to say Borns and Bjorns, but yeah, the Bajorans. Because they were... Bjorns. Uh, Bjorns. They all wear swans. They all throw nickels in ovens. They, uh... What, what, so what? they they were having issues on their planet? Like a war. That was it with the um, Cardassians, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were occupied. Yeah. But... And so, but the Federation stance was, like, neutral during that conflict, right? I know. No! And- Awful. Yeah, they were totally no. They to neutral. No, no, they don't. Like it's it's in the first episode. Picard is like, you're you're going to be there to help the Bajorans become part of the Federation. Like it's Federation right, definitely trying to expand their territory. Right, but they don't fight the Cardassians. They didn't like, try and end the, the occupation. The Bajorans yeah. won, and then the Federation was like, hey, you guys are cool. Maybe you should join us. They led yeah. the Bajorans and the Kardashians. Not the Kardashians. 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 Yeah. Hate the Kardashians. Yeah. I would, Kardashian. I would love it if someone edited out each Kardashian with a Kardashian. <laughs> Just armies of them. Legions. God, that show would go, go downhill. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. The Federations are definitely not neutral. They definitely want... Well, I think they had an interest in the Bajorans. Oh, yeah. But I mean, a vested interest, but they weren't going to be 
they weren't fighting the battle. They weren't, I mean, no. I, from what I gather, they weren't sending in troops, stuff like that. They were kind of just supporting refugees coming to the no, Alpha but, Quadrant. No, but the Federation was at war with the uh, Cardassians. So. Um. I don't think they were at war. I thought they were at No, if you, if you watch Next Generation, they were totally at war. Uh, Officer O'Brien suffers like PTSD from it. That was before, though. That was before TNG. I thought they were at, like, I, I thought they no, were. No, at I'm, just, I'm just speaking canon. Right. I thought they were at conflict with each other, but it wasn't a war. They were only, like, they'd fire on each other because of the, um, what's their names? Um, crap. Right. Romulans. Oh, my God. Fuck. Sorry, it's been a long day. You want to just um, mute yourself out and then uh, yeah, shit, I can right. talk about Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> well, because the Romulans and Cardassians were uh, allies. So. Uh, yeah. Kind of. I don't think so. The Romulans. Romulans were pretty, pretty stoked on destroying them during the Dominion War. The Romulans? Oh my God! When did you watch Deep Space Nine? No, I got my degree in political science. I didn't need to sit through eight seasons of it. What? That whole series was like a political science class. So you just didn't watch it because of that? No, <laughs> I watched a bunch. I, I did watch it. It's just it doesn't stick in my mind as much as TNG or Voyager. Completely. Yeah. D- Deep Space Nine is sorry, Annie. Deeply forgettable. Yeah, um, I, I, wa- I kind of watched it in the background while I while I rated and while I played and like I liked it and I, I learned a lot, but like especially the symbiotic host people, um, the trills, trills, yeah, trills. which was weird. So Annie, tell us if you were dating a guy who was a trill, and he then his host jumped into a girl, Alex. Well, I'm just saying. Oh my god, would you still what, date what that I- person? Because no, that was a conflict. Well, that but that was a conflict that came up in the show. It was. Oh, oh Alex. Yeah, when, Esri and Worf. That should yeah. have never happened. <laughs> well, and and uh, Doctor Crusher and the Ambassador. Yeah. Um, Back when the trills looked really weird. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> but there was that one girl who was really good looking, and she her host left and went to something else, and um. They change, like they yeah. retain memories, but they pretty much become different people. Yeah, it's so. just it, it was always weird because that was a conflict. Like, well, crap, do I still date this person that I was dating? But now there's someone else, but they're still the same person. You know, I would leave that to the trill, Alex. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure their stance is no. Yeah, but is it no? I think so. You're not supposed to like interact with people from your past lives. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it was only the Dr. Crusher episode when the Trill retained feelings. Uh, uh, Deep Space Nine kind of changed that. But there was a girl with the tattoos on her forehead, the, like the spots. Yeah, the Deep Space the, Nine. Yeah, the Trill. But she was with some guy. Worf? No, some other guy. He was human. Julian? Yeah. Julian? Yeah, Ezra and Julian were together. Yeah. That was weird. I mean, it's kind of a cool thing to bring into the universe. Like these hosts pretty much just change bodies when they're needing to move on. And... Yeah. 
Well, yeah, Deep Space Nine is a is a good TV show. The first season is cool. is abysmal to get through. Oh, Absolutely I almost didn't make abysmal. It. I mean, Next Generation had a rough first season, but it wasn't like that bad. Um, but after you know, with Deep Space Nine, after you get through the first season, it it settles into like a nice, um, n- not not like a soap opera. Um, but it is, uh, as you put it, just, uh, it kind of becomes like a standard normal TV show where um, it's um, just one continuous story. Uh, Voyager was a little bit like that. It had one story, which was to get home. But uh, you could jump into a Voyager episode and be pretty much, you know, okay. Well, they had, uh, yeah, I mean, the overall arc of being stuck in the Delta Quadrant. How are they getting home? The Borg. I, I really liked Voyager. Voyager yeah. is a really good one. Yeah. Annie, what do you think? I haven't heard, um, haven't heard too much from you. Captain Janeway is the reason why I drink my coffee black. So <laughs> I started good. when I was 12. Good. Um, there you go. But yeah, it's an amazing series. I mean, it definitely has some episodes that I would love to forget. But for the most part, I think it's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's warped 10 episodes. Oh, threshold, you are such a cold, heartless bitch. It is. We brought that up in the last episode, the, the, continua- the continuity of um, Threshold and uh, the Warp 10 episode from TNG and how yes. different it was. Oh, how, like, in Voyager, they just, like, turned into, like, lizards or something? They evolved, and then and they then... evolved, yes. and then... And then Captain Jamie made a very creepy sexual harassment joke at Tom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They totally weird. made it in like late eggs. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. But why didn't the why didn't the traveler and Will Wheaton do that? Was it because the traveler could go warp ten without needing a ship and kind of like was in like this self sealed bubble? Um, Wesley doesn't talk about his time with the traveler. Alex, you should you should be more sensitive about that. Show me on the doll. <laughs> Where did the traveler take you? It was so creepy. Like it really was. Like, like yeah, I, I watched that Next Generation episode and how he's like standing over Will Wheaton, like being like, "You're very talented." And like, like oh god, <laughs> I, they probably didn't mean to. It's just no, I know. <laughs> Unless they did mean to, though, that's even weirder. But um, I, I will say, though, Voyager had the worst ending ever. Oh, oh. They, like, God. come home and... That's, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. They don't even leave their ship. They just, no. like, they just like coast through and then boom, credits. They, they warp in from the Delta Quadrant after fighting the Borg, where Janeway goes back in time. And then that it's like, cool. oh, we're done. so cool. I was like, no, no, no. What what the fuck happened? You can't, you're gone eight years. You just saw like parts of the universe no one has ever seen. You came up with tech that no one else has. And then Ensign Kim is still a fucking ensign. Ensign for life. Someone has to be an ensign, you know. What the fuck is that? Ensign Kim. Yeah, um, I actually really liked the season finale. I thought it was really badass. Janeway going back in time. Dropping off a virus. That's pretty cool. It was just like the very last moment where they like come back home and then yeah. 
Like what? One more episode. Yeah, it was unsatisfying. So unsatisfying. It's almost as bad as Battlestar Galactica's ending, Ugh. which we will not talk about. <laughs> we will not talk. It's. I loved Battlestar Galactica so much, and then the ending was just stupid, just so dumb. Musical Jesus and teleporting angels is just dumb. Well, yeah, the best I re- series always have the worst finales. Yeah, I know. It's like a curse. Look at uh, um, Dexter. Yes. Dexter is the most forgettable TV show on earth. If oh man, uh, Dexter like the first three seasons was really cool. Then it just became dumb. Well, for those who haven't seen the end of Dexter, spoiler. He's on a the boat. end of it. But no, he, he becomes a lumberjack. Hmm. Drives his boat Stupid. into the tornado with what? knives drawn. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, it does seem like all these good shows. I've never seen the last episode of TNG in the last two episodes. You the last it? episode of Next Gen is amazing. Absolutely I, amazing. I've never watched it, and I don't think I can ever watch it. Why? I don't know. It's just because I never want it to end. I know it sounds weird. No, I get but, that. Like I only seen Endgame like two or three times because I just hate the feeling of watching it and being like, "Oh my gosh, it Voyager's over." Yeah. Yeah. But to me, next... at least it was satisfying. Oh, the oh, the final moment, the last scene of Next Generation is so satisfying and so sweet. You're playing like Pinochle. And it's like, I should have done this a long time ago. You know, it's such a good, good ending. Like, That's what I've heard, is that it's it's a good ending. And I watch it someday, but maybe I'll watch it with my kids or something. But You'll wait like 10 years. Yeah. Just, just wait for it to be. I know, I should. But, it's, yeah. Annie, did you watch uh, Battlestar Galactica? I watched most of it. Um, and then they took it off on Netflix. They did? Yes. It's on Hulu now. Is it on Hulu? Yeah. I don't have a Hulu su- subscription, though. Did you Alex? Alex's? Yeah, I'll send you mine. Nice. Um, Alex, if you don't mind saying out your username and password. And social security number. I already know your mother's maiden name, so we're good on that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we forgot to talk about Enterprise. No, we didn't. No, moving on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, and not bad. Who's who's seen Enterprise? I've seen two episodes of Enterprise. Yeah. I've seen. I've watched like four, maybe five drunk, and uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's. I think not it's good. To me, it felt kind of forced, and maybe it was just the writing. But you know, they had a good set of actors. Everyone played the role well, but the acting from some of the people just seemed kind of forced, or like the writing wasn't that solid. And yeah, kind of you take that away, but you can't take that away because that's what made Star Trek good was the writing. It got you so emotionally attached. That's why every episode or every um, series, besides the original series and Enterprise, went for seven years because it caught people. 
it got people so involved in their life and the technology. That's why there's so many people like us who can spend all day talking about Star Trek, who own a couple of uniforms, who would love to go to more I conventions. Think you, Alex. I think it's just you. It is. But it's like, yeah, I mean, Enterprise. Enterprise. Sorry. No, it's just, no. Yeah, it's just meh. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's just like with the other Star Treks. Like, I love Deep Space Nine and I love Voyager, but they're not, they don't really make you think that much, you know? Uh, that's why I love, you know, with Next Generation. It's like a, every episode is a question of morality or ethics. And, you know, I love that. And to me, I, I, I identify that too what a Star Trek episode should be. Um, and with Enterprise, you know, it's just like, they just tried to make like a space TV show. I did like the ship though. I liked how it was kind of like a submarine almost, you know, kind of like the tight quarters and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool, but that's about it. My well, favorite I th- part of it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, my favorite part of Enterprise is you start watching that first episode and you're like, okay, this is going to be really good. And then out of nowhere, you just get bitch slapped with the theme song. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, the, yeah I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Here, let, let's see if we can play that theme song. Way ahead of you. Do you think we can hear it? Oh. My my oh. favorite theme song, though, for sci-fi, definitely has to go with, with Firefly. Hold on, be quiet. Yes. It's been a long yes. Getting from there to here. Yep, this makes me think of interstellar travel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want a well composed orchestra that brings me imagination. How do they they go from something like that? The the Voyager and Next Generation are good ones. They are. Yes, I not so much. makes you want to do space you want to do space and here's next gen frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. These are its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, next gen is the best theme. Best theme. 
And it's it, it, that'd be like if the original series opened up with, let's say, it came out in the sixties, so like Zeppelin, or I don't know, some kind of sixties. That might music. be cool, Alex. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, we can all agree that Enterprise is just, it's, it's just dumb. So, it's not, hmm. how's the new one gonna add up? That comes out in uh, next year. Wait, there. What new one? You haven't heard? Oh man, what? What's happening? Start. It's uh, Star Trek. What's it called? Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. Discovery. Hold on, I'm googling it. It's. Um, yeah. It's Is after it be on HBO. Please tell me it's going to be HBO. Oh, no, CBS All Access. Oh, here we go. They're only going to do. It's only going to be released online. Which I'm okay with. I'm not uh, excited for it. You're not? No, it's set in the J.J. Um, Abrams universe. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it? I didn't think they were going to track. I didn't think they were going to do that. The last I heard, they were going to do that. Ah, uh, god damn it. Mm, well, never mind. But if they're not going to do that, then I'm super excited for it. Oh no, it's um no no it's not it's not the JG. I read it right here. It's ten years uh before um uh Kirk, Captain Kirk. So it's replacing Enterprise, pretty much. Which Kirk though? Yeah. Shatner it says, it says the original Star Trek series. Oh. Set ten years before the events of the original Star Trek series. That could be good. So, cool. Well, it's the USS Discovery. Yeah, it doesn't follow the Enterprise. And I think the lead is a girl. Yeah. Which the ship I, looks cool. I, I don't want to sound sexist, but but you are. No, there <laughs> there wasn't any female captains back then. Like how do you, how do you know? Because Janeway made a huge deal that she was one of very few. Yeah few but like they didn't have the first first no the first one was um i think we saw in the timeline episode where in tng uh crap i'm looking that up i think you're making shit up alex no the the first female captain didn't come for a long time so well i'm just saying like if you're gonna follow timeline i mean i I, I, I think i think think that's a minor I think that's a minor thing that can be skipped. Well, Google's no help because the first hit is Captain Janeway, which is she's the first. Correct. Yeah, she's the first. It's, yeah, not the actual first Starfleet captain, but the first one we had a series for. Yeah, Alex, come on, first. Oh, Jews. okay, okay, okay. Now this. Oh okay, it was uh, the Saratoga's captain was a human female. And she was, it was, she came on in uh, the voyage home. Okay. Madge Sinclair played her. Um, but does it, yeah. I, I just, uh, oh, Alex. I not, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be one. Like, I'm happy there is. It just, I mean, mm-hmm. they mess with the timeline so much. But, but I mean, there's, there's going to be people out there like me who, are so obsessed with the timeline than people who don't care. I, I, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think so. I think it's also cool that they're doing, um, 
uh, what are they doing um, 10 years before. So I hope it's good. The ship looks cool. Ship's super cool looking. Captain of it's the all, Columbia. And it's all XO2. bronzy. It's all bronzy. Hmm. So there was another captain, girl captain, female captain. Alex, it's like, okay. It's okay. Shut it's up. okay. Just stay in the hole. <laughs> stay in the hole, you dog. It's okay. We'll move uh, on. We'll move on. Oh, was Sevic. Starship in live action was Sevic and Wrath of Khan. Commanding a starship saw, but I, she commanded a Klingon ship, right? Oh no, she was Vulcan, and she was a. Uh... Okay, I'm wrong. That's right, Christy Alley played her. In, uh... What? I hope you feel bad. Wrath gone. Oh. oh, shut up. <laughs> Please excuse my sexist brother. He <sighs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what what's there to move on? I, I I don't know. I oh, I don't know. What's our talk about our favorite episodes? Have you guys played the Star Trek MMO? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> the Star Trek Online. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fucking abomination. Why would you make a video game about Star Trek and not allow people to not be have lightsabers? I know. It's... I mean, yeah. why why have it to where you can't? have people on your ship like i want a geordie laforge i want a data well if, if everyone could have a laforge it wouldn't be so special no i want like a care a player to pick the role of chief engineer that would be so boring it would be yeah. so boring <laughs> that would actually chief science officer yeah, just... <laughs> for like eight hours you can sit at some panel and you have to like you have to play mini games to get the engine ro- rolling. Like, <laughs> take chemistry classes. It's just a game of snake. So when you lose, the ship just doesn't warp. A replicator breaks. Like, you have to like mine the lithium crystals all day. Man, never mind. I take it back. Yeah. Okay. So favorite episodes. Mm, I think mine's Darmok. Oh, Darmok is so good. So good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good best one. It's that or yeah, you know, I think that oh, what's the other one? There's a really good one where it's, uh, with, it's in Voyager where Tom in, oh, where uh, a lizard and lays eggs. Yeah, fucks Janeway. Yeah, that, that one's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's the best one. Ensign uh-huh. Kim goes back in time. Um, after they get the ship back and Ensign Kim has to go back in time to the ice planet. Timeless. Timeless. That that and Darmok are my two favorite episodes because it shows Ensign Kim being a badass. Did you just Google that? No. You totally did, didn't you? No. <laughs> um, my favorite definitely by far is... Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the next generation... One where uh, <clears throat> Data is, uh, he's about, it's uh, Picard having a kind of like a ethics trial on if Data is a um, individual and oh. if the Federation owns him or not. Is like that that's, Measure of a Man? Yeah, yeah, Measure of a Man. It's so good. 
So good. Oh, That's and good oh, and my also favorite one is Who Watches the Watchers, which is oh. uh, where Picard, where something happens and these, uh, um, you know, these pr- uh, primitive, these uh, Bronze Age people thought um, Picard was like Jesus, and and instead of trying to give them some kind of like false religion or false identity. He like comes down and tells them like, no, I'm from another planet and stuff. And I love who watches the watchers. Brilliant episode. Yeah. For me, I'd probably have to say Darmok as well. And maybe also the inner light from TNG. That's the one where like Picard basically lives another life. Oh, with Q. Yeah. 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 Inner light's also really good. I think any Q episodes really good. Uh, Especially Except with Cisco. Well, yeah. Besides him, no, yeah, they, that yeah, that one's all right. But uh, I think the Q wars were really cool, like and how they oh, visualized Voyager. it as the Civil War. Yeah, and the Voyager. Was it Voyager yeah. that did that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, because they brought Riker in, and he's like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" That's Death Wish. No, I know, but still, it's I, that's what I'm saying. Like any Q episode is is actually is pretty good. Yeah. And that and um the thaw from Voyager where they're like Harry and stuff, they're stuck into um those pods with the clown. Which sounds really stupid when you're explaining it. But then at the end like Janeway goes in and tells basically fear itself, like, you know, oh. what's the purpose of fear to right. be conquered. That was oh. weird. You know I'm you know where Know what else is a really good Voyager episode, where those hunters capture the ship and turn it into like a World War Two, um, the killing game. Yeah, that one is so good. I love. I totally just remembered those species. Do you, do you know what they're called? They're like the Herogen. Yeah, Herogen. those guys are so cool. So cool. They are. What was that episode with um? The time, uh, the week of hell. The year of hell. The year of hell, where Red Foreman, Kurt <laughs> 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 Smith, was uh, <sighs> hunting them down and using like time weapons. Oh, I love that. That one's so good. They were going to make that a whole season. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Excited it would be oh, like totally there's like budget or something like that that came up. That they totally could too. So good. Oh. How many episodes was that? Two. Two. Oh, yeah, they could have done an entire year of it. That, that one's so good. good. I'm I'm actually going to stop rewatching Deep Space Nine. I just can't handle it anymore, and I'll rewatch Voyager. Um, or what was the Voyager ones where the Enterprise came back from? Uh, the Enterprise J came back in time. Uh, went back in time and picked them up, and they were trying to find the guy who was putting the bombs throughout the ship and it turns out to oh, be the yeah. captain of the time. Relativity. Relativity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Voyager's Voyager, you know, Voyager has some good ones, you know? Oh, and when captain Janeway falls in love with a digital Irishman. <laughs> that was great. a good one. When they were no, no, I know. I love it. Functions. I love it. Yeah. Or the, uh, uh, the one where she's with Michelangelo. Da Vinci? Or Da Vinci. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a good one. 
Yeah, I would say, yeah, Next Generation and Voyager are definitely my two favorite. Uh, Deep Space Nine has some good has some good stuff once it gets rolling. You know, once it gets rolling, it's really good. Um, once the Dominion get involved, I should say, that's when Deep Space Nine gets good. Um, but Voyager, yeah, Voyager. Yeah, I'm kind of, I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Well, I think um, Voyager is different. It's so different from TNG because TNG is kind of, um, it's kind of like what you said. It's like humane and ethics and it's very. Well, it's episode by episode. It's There's no continuous uh, plot. The only continuous plot in Next Generation involves Klingons. That's it. You know. Well, even then, I mean, you don't have a ton of, I don't know how to say, like, you don't have episodes like the year of hell where the enterprise is just destroyed and people are dying left well, and right. And, you know, well, people are tested to their sanity. Yeah, I mean, and that, But you have to understand like budget too. like next generation. Then they have the technology or budget to do anything um, visually um, exhilarating, you know? No, so know. They, they, they had to focus their strengths, which was in um, writing and uh, kung fu flips. Yeah. Well, they they had Lots really of kung good, fu flips. Really good uh storytelling is I think was the biggest centerpiece for next generation was that told a really good story from Worf having Alex Roshenko and his parents, you know. Those episodes were fine and then, Anyway, Andy, what were you going to say? What? Alex Roshenko, Worf's son. Yeah. It's just those kind of episodes were, I don't know. It was just always a good story that they wrote. Yeah, every episode. Yeah. Not every episode. <laughs> Almost well, every episode. Almost well, every okay, episode. okay, you're right. The Ferengi episodes were, with their laser whips, was pretty dumb. But uh, And how the Ferengi got <laughs> stuck overall, in a delta. Overall, really strong writing for TNG. Oh, yeah. Consistent. You don't get stupid child episodes like Deep Space Nine. God, I hate those. Well, I think there's a good mix between conflict with the Ferengi, with the Romulans, with um, you know, the Klingons, new discoveries, political issues, stuff like issues with Picard's brother back on Earth. Oh, I love that episode. Family yeah. family reunion? Reunion. It's called Reunion. Yeah. That's a good episode. Uh, what's it? Um, I can't remember. Robert. 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 Yeah. He has a big bottom lip. Yeah. Robert. I would love to taste their wine. <laughs> Get drunk with Picard? Are you kidding me? That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be awesome. He'd like talk about history and archaeology. I know. And it'd be like the best wine ever. He He's so charming. I don't want to hang out with like Data. Really? Take him to a strip club. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to find a favorite episode, I guess. Yeah. Because even in original series, my favorite are the Menagerie, where they talk about uh, Captain Pike. Mm -hmm. I love any mud episode. Yeah. The originals. I love mud. Yeah, it's um. Any anyway, so 
you said your favorite episode was what was it? Uh, maybe the inner light. Oh, the inner light from Picard, yeah. right? right. And there are yeah. nine lights. There's six. What is he saying? Different episodes. Yeah. <laughs> the one um, you're talking about is also really good. That's good. <sighs> Where he's captured by the Romulans. Oh my God. Kardashians. Kardashians. Nope. Kardashians. No, Kardashians. Um, <laughs> Kim Kardashian captured he, him. He gets captured in New Jersey. No, seriously. How many lights? There are eight. Was it eight lights? Seven. Four. Uh, whatever. But um, no, there was five. Or something, and he had to say there was not the number that was there, not the actual number of lights. I know that episode was rough. Yeah, that episode was rough. I liked uh, Mission at Farpoint, the first two episodes. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. You get to meet Q. You get to see the the saucer come apart. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. And it aired on my birthday, the day I was born. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the only reason why I like certain things. <laughs> Makes it just that much more awesome. I'm, I like things to selfishly involve me. So. Yeah. Well, I only live <laughs> once. Um. Uh, shall we move on to the movies? Uh, no, we we already did. I don't want to talk about the movies. Oh. Well, okay. Besides captains, who's your favorite character? Ooh, yeah. Because I can't choose captains. Actually, yeah, I can't I can't Picard, totally, hands down. I'm between Picard and and uh, Janeway. I'm Janeway. Yeah, I mean Janeway's great, but like Picard is, he's awesome. Janeway had to survive seven years in the Delta Quadrant and made her crew home. Like, yeah. But Picard also grew the Federation and kept him out of war. And... Well, well, I mean, he's just, uh, Patrick Stewart is just a phenomenal, mind-blowingly good actor. Yeah. Like, yeah. In, on so many degrees. Like, I, I guess Picard is my favorite captain, not so much in, I mean, yeah, in uh, who he is and his actions and who he is as a character, but just Patrick Stewart's acting as well. It's mm. just, it is incomparable. Just, so good. Um, but I agree. It's hard to choose captains, but favorite characters. Yeah. Hmm. I do who's, like... Who's yours, Annie? Yeah. Uh, it's a toss-up. I really like Data and Jordy from TNG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's also the, the Doctor from Voyager. Oh. oh the, Richard... The- Richard Picardo? Robert Picardo. Robert Picardo. My roommate actually worked with him on a film. What? We met him um, when we were little. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. His his, uh, dainty, foppish hologram. Yeah. He's great. I loved him in uh, Home Improvement as the butcher (laughs) next door. (laughs) He was good. Uh... Wait, yeah, so, okay, before. Doctor, what about someone who's not as well-known? Guinan. Oh, Guinan's <laughs> Guinan. Guinan. Yeah. Whoopi's best role. Like, I... Okay, I lied. She's my favorite. Guinan's my favorite. Guinan's right, great. Yeah. Um, I like Riker. 
you know, he's um he's a wonderful actor. Um yeah. when he's not playing as Jesus. Um or voice so. acting at Gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was awesome at it. Like I loved Gargoyles. Yeah, Data is great. I honestly I love Quark. I mean Quark. I love Quark. Yeah. He's by far one of my favorite um secondary characters. Oh, you know, I'm gonna change my, my favorite captain. It's gonna be Worf when he was captain of the Defiant. Oh, for ten minutes? <laughs> Ramming speed. The Defiant was made to fight off the Borg. Yeah, and it lost. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was meant to fight off um the Dominion. No, you that was Deep Space Nine, which you obviously didn't. No, the Defiant was built to fight. Oh. Wasn't it meant was... to build the Borg, and then they modified it, it to fight the Dominion? It, it, yeah. it was, yeah, it was a prototype, and then they're like, "Yeah, this won't work." Obviously, during first contact, so they shipped it off to fight the Dominion. That's right. It was uh, Starfleet's first, only, military craft. The Dominion Wars were pretty cool. Yeah, that is a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, keep going on your character, Sean. Um, honestly, I, I guess we should do it from each season, you know? Because I mean, I mean, each uh, yeah series. That's a better way. All right, yeah, Annie, for sorry, Sean. Oh, um, I was just to say for next gen, you know, definitely Data, Guinan, pretty much all of next gen. All the secondary characters are. Just brilliantly acted by everyone. Um, Deep Space Nine, definitely just Quark. Um, Captain Sisko becomes a good actor after season one. Season one, he's pretty bad. Um, and uh, with Voyager, I don't know. I guess, uh, what's the, uh, who's number one again in Voyager? What's his name? Chicote. Chicote. I love Chicote. He's cool. Oh, and the Vulcan. Tuvok. Tuvok. Yeah. Oh god. That episode where him and Neelix make love? No, they <laughs> joined in the um in the transporter and become Tuvix. Yeah. God, that was, was a good morality episode. Good uh, yeah. Dragon Ball Z moment. Yeah. Um, I think from my from the original series, my Keep favorite. I know. I think Scotty and Sulu were my favorites. Uh, Sulu's awesome. Yeah, they were just funny and played really well against each other. Uh, next gen, Jordy, Guinan. No love for Worf. Well, I mean, yeah, it's Morph like awesome. kind of without saying Morph and Riker and um, you, you can say all of them. It's OK. There was a couple of characters who weren't very broccoli, broccoli. <laughs> I loved broccoli. Who doesn't love broccoli? <laughs> God, his hollow obsession. I, I'd feel that's me if I ever got near a holodeck mixed with a little Westworld. I would probably never be seen again. Lieutenant Barkley, he's awesome. Yeah, um, Reginald Barkley. And his cat Neelix. Yeah, mm-hmm. and his cat. <laughs> um, I, I I was so happy when they brought him back for Voyager. 
I was so happy for that. That was cool. I, I you know, I really liked Crusher. Um, Crusher awesome. And Deanna, well, of course, um, especially the yoga pant episode. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it's everyone. like the one episode everyone remembers. Okay. <laughs> Crusher and Troy and yoga and, and a, a leotard. Yeah. It's the day I became a man <laughs> doing squats. It's, like, it's the day I hit puberty. <laughs> uh, I don't really know who else from that. It was, I, I, I liked Worf's parents. There were Shankos. They, they were mm-hmm. kind of, they were funny and entertaining. Um, I was, I was very pleased to find out that he was raised by Russians. It kind of, they kind of seem like, like old Jewish Russians, kind of. Oh, Alex, here we go. I'm not. Back, back to the... <laughs> <laughs> just... Jesus no, okay. They just kind of. Okay. 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 okay, you like the Roshenkos. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, I mean, it just seemed like everyone, all the secondary characters. Tom Paris was in it with um, Wesley Crusher when Wesley first went to uh, training at the academy, Starfleet. Okay. Starfleet Academy. Yeah, he got kicked out with Tom Paris. I, the guy wasn't Tom Paris. It was the guy who played Tom Paris. He was there at the same time. And they kicked him out for, I, I don't remember, breaking the rules or something for racing. Snuggling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Struggle snuggles. Yeah, and, and that's who Tom Paris was supposed to be, but they didn't want to pay the person who wrote the script. Are really? you serious? Yeah, that's why oh. Tom, his thing, like... You know, there's a shuttle crash involved and all that. And he's basically playing that guy. Oh. Oh, okay. That would have been cool if they connected it. Yeah. That would have been cool to bring him over. Yeah. Um, Oh, I like O'Brien a lot. Oh, Chief O'Brien. He's awesome. He's so cool. I don't, he wasn't around too much later on. I don't know why he left the show. Do you guys know why? Because he went on Deep Space Nine. They dropped okay. him off. It didn't. Oh, okay. Deep Space Nine didn't air during. No, I know. Well, not right. I think it may be it aired. A I'm pretty bit sure he stayed Transporter Chief until the end. It just don't seem too much. He's a good no. minor character. Voyager, Tom Paris, and Ensign Kim are my favorites next to Chakotay and the Doctor. Oh, I like Kess. Oh, is, is is that she only lives for like nine years or something? Seven, yeah. Seven, yeah. She's cool. She, she went batshit insane though. What happened? Like her psychic powers, like developed way beyond what like Tuvok could help her with, and so if she like blew up a candle. She blew. She like evolved or something. I don't know. Annie, can you shed light on that? Yeah. So she, yeah, basically couldn't contain her powers anymore. And so she left the ship. But I think the real world explanation was they were going to kick someone off to make room for Jerry Ryan. And I believe the original choice was Garrett Wong, who plays Harry Kim. But then he got like people's sexiest something alive, like or 30 under 30. He got on a list. And so the producers were like, well, we can't lose him now. So they got rid of Jennifer Lean, Uh, which I liked Tess better than Harry. Me too. I really liked Tess. That would have been a good character. Why didn't they get rid of Neelix? Shut up. You shut your mouth. Neelix is the glue that holds the ship together. The, the, the cat, the cat cook? 
the cat cook like he's dating a two-year-old like how is that not somewhat creepy well they don't actually date that's the thing it's like they just kind of they just hang out no she has her his baby no No, she has no she doesn't she has a baby who's or was that a vision dream that she had was when she like was going back through time that's right yeah time baby and it was tom's baby yeah i forgot that that was a weird episode yeah and then you saw like the crinoline stuff in it and then when you saw the crinoline later on it was totally different yeah oh i totally forgot odo odo is by far one of my favorite main characters i think i was such a dick he's awesome Oh, security chief, right? So mm-hmm. the yeah. changeling. Yeah. Um, who was it in there was a couple oh, uh Roxanne Dawson's character, um the half Galana Torres. Oh yes. She's great. God, I loved her. So good. I love her too. Any who are your favorite um characters who aren't captains? Who aren't captains? I don't have one from the original series just because I've watched a lot of it, but I don't know. Um, TNG, Guinan, hands down with uh, Jordy and Data, mm-hmm. also on that list. Uh, DS9 would be Jadzia and Quark. Mm. And then depending on the season, Major Kira. Because yeah. Some seasons I just don't like her at all. That's how I feel with Cisco. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. And Voyager would be the Doctor, Bellana, and Seven. Oh, Bellana! I totally forgot about Bellana. Oh, and Seven. Oh my God, can't forget Seven. Yeah, so, <laughs> seven, seven is my favorite. Forget seven. Yeah, is that Seven? It's not that we didn't forget. It's just that she's a given. <laughs> so, and it was a mad after her. You did. Yeah, Alex is into cat things. Mm. Poor Seven. <laughs> that was a good cat. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny about like all these characters is the great cat names. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that a lot of people who are on Star Trek appeared more than once as different characters. Like Neelix, the guy who played Neelix, um, he was a Ferengi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then a to- a Tom Paris appeared in Next Gen. Um, God, there's so many others, but I think, uh, Voyager had the coolest special guest because you had Tom Morello on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you had The Rock, Dwayne Johnson as Wait, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he was. He was young. I don't know. Was he still wrestling? Was he even wrestling when he was on the show? Wait, yeah, it was part of their was crossover he? when uh, UPN started doing wrestling. That's right. What, what was he in Voyager? He was a fighter, so they got on the ship where, like, the these guys, like, UFC, kind of, mm-hmm. and, but they were abducted, Yeah, right, Annie? Like, they were, uh, Tom and Rock. Kim got abducted onto this ship, like, they were stolen, and they were used as ransom back. Oh, my God. Right? I, oh, my God. Seven. I don't remember Tom and Harry getting catch. Yeah, it, it, was, it was seven. Oh, seven. That's right. Two okay. and seven oh were made to fight, and then like the Voyager crew was on shore leave, and they kept going to watch the Sunkatsi match. That's right. <laughs> and they saw seven. 
but she wasn't there because they were just you know basically projecting it It was pay-per-view basically yeah all projection and Dwayne the rock look at him he he has it's just him except with like some forehead growths and well so that's your favorite character the rock from Voyager. <laughs> yep. Uh, and another great Voyager guest star was Leonardo da Vinci, who was played by um, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> no. uh, Sorry, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Um, Brian Singer. He was on. Uh, he was a nemesis. Stupid. Go on. <laughs> uh, Mick Fleetwood. He was on TNG. Who? Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. Just never mind. The Fleetwood Mac drummer. Go, just go away. Wait, really? He was? Yeah. yeah Seth oh. MacFarlane was on um, Enterprise. Oh. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst was in TNG. That's right. She had the weird thing on the side of her head. She did. That was a weird episode. That was. What was Which she? One was that? Kirsten uh Kirsten Dunst was on TNG. I can't remember. It was like dark something shit. She was like eleven, but she had this weird thing on the side of her head. Oh if, yeah. I don't know if it was her skull or part of her. I'm trying to think. Iggy Pop was on the show. Um I think he was on Deep Space Nine though. Autumn Racer from the OC was in Voyager. Yeah. Jason Alexander. Kuros. Yes. Uh, the Think Tank episode. Mm-hmm. That was weird. The guy from that 70s show, though. Best guest star yet. <laughs> Kurt Woods. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Lloyd. He was um, he was in uh, Star Trek 3. Hmm. As a, as a uh, Klingon. And the guy who played Captain, Captain Ransom in Voyager. I don't remember what else he's been on, but I know he's been in a lot of other things. Captain Ransom. Oh, I just remembered one of my favorite. Speaking of Voyager, that just reminded me. My, my by far my favorite um thing that Voyager created were those body snatcher people. Who? The people that had the plague and they would like harvest organs from people. The Vidians. Yeah, the Vidians. That, that was, was so cool. What did they have? The um. They had the plague. The phage. The phage. That's right. Oh. That was that was by them and those hunters. Voyager, oh, Voyager's so good. Oh, uh, Kurt Witt Smith was in um, Undiscovered Country. He was the Federation president. Oh. And he was in Deep Space Nine as uh, Thrax. Oh. oh sorry. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that's, that's the show. That's the show. Jonathan Bakes, uh, Banks from Breaking Bad was on it. He was on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he was... Uh... He was an asshole. Yeah. Dean Stockwell, who was on... Uh, him and Scott Bakula did Quantum Leap together, and he was on Enterprise. That was kind of cool. They had a king of someone on Voyager. King of the Hill? No, oh, king of Jordan. He was on Voyager some yeah, some science officer or something. Rich people. I know. <laughs> Do whatever they want. Ugh, kings. Oh, anyway... So, what do we got? I think that's it. 
No, we got to We're not done talking about Nemesis. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sit here and listen to Alex defend it. Ugh, I'm not defending Nemesis. I thought it was horrible. How do you kill data? No. I mean, oh, sorry. it's not even. But spoilers 20 years later? <laughs> no, it's stupid. It's. It, he was a needless death. It's like, oh, we used it to wrap the series up. It's like, oh, come on. You didn't need to kill him. No. It's like. Yeah, it just was not not a good movie. No. Um, and then what? They were going to have Lore, which was a whole interesting timeline. I love Lore. He's a great character. In Next yeah. Gen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have a favorite. I think my favorite movie is probably one of the originals. Um, I liked Undiscovered Country a lot and The Voyage Home. Oh, oh The Voyage Home's good. They're, they were just so different so than good. Space than, Whales. Yeah. Space whales always win. See, the funny thing is, is I don't even remember why they even needed the whales. But space whales was enough just to get me in. Like, I think the whales weren't from the planet. Like, they weren't from Earth. Alien whales. Alien whales, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Annie, Sean, what's your guys' favorite movie? We already talked about movies. Did we? Yeah. In the beginning. Well, we didn't talk about the other ones. Like, like the new ones? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about those. The new ones are great action movies. They're not mm. Trek. Yeah, they're not Star Trek movies. Yeah. I think that's <clears throat> been the argument from fans, at least, is that they're not Star Trek movies. They're I mean, I'm okay with looking at Chris Pine for two and a half hours, but... Well, I mean, yeah. Ahura. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, see, uh, my, my biggest things with the new Star Treks, I mean, they're, they're fine movies. It's just um, one of my favorite critiques is uh, it's called Red Letter Media. And, uh, you know, they're a great critique, um, I guess, people. Um, yeah, well, I, well, well worth watching. But they, they made a good point where they said... You know, Star Wars is sci-fi fantasy, while Star Trek is more like sci-fi, um, you know, fiction. And and when I think of like space action movies and stuff like that, I, I want that in like my Star Wars movies. But like in Star Trek, I agree. Like, I find them. I find it far more exciting when they scan a planet and go look at some alien fun. You know, it's just, I, I didn't feel like Star Trek needed to be uh, redesigned as an action uh, setting well, instead I of think, like an exploration setting. Well, I think the issue is that I, I don't know if you guys or if anyone listening will agree, but I they, if they would have done the movies like they did in the past, like undiscovered country, even generations, those it would not have done well. It would, oh, yeah. It wouldn't have done well by Hollywood standards because it would have been too boring. Yeah, no. And not enough lens flare. Not not enough flashlights in my fucking eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, but but just because I mean that still doesn't justify it. You know, well, it justifies it for Hollywood, and that's the yeah. issue is that they make movies for money, where they don't make them for fans, and you know. We're, we're going to still go watch the Star Trek movies because they're entertaining, 
but I'm not going to go in there thinking, okay, this is going to be on par with any Star Trek. I'll, I'll take Nemesis over any of the new movies. And I'm sure anybody listening who's a Star Trek fan would probably agree. I don't that, think so. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, you're alone on that one. <laughs> even with the death of Data, I'd rather see that again than see Khan brought back. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just don't care about the new Star Trek. I've never seen them in theaters. I saw the first one, and I just don't care. You know, it's just whatever. I feel like they didn't need to be made. They just made them as a cash grab, and, you know, it's um, it's just, you know, just kind of like how Star Wars got butchered and gutted into this mindless action thing, just how Star Trek's becoming the same thing. I don't know, Annie, what do you, what do you think of? old versus the new movies like i said it, the new ones are good movies but they're not trek like mm. there's no substance behind them no exploration no science yeah it's like they're entertaining yeah but <laughs> you know i'm not connected yeah like it's if kirk would have died yeah exactly yeah. if kirk would have died i would have been like ah, yeah, okay he's dead yeah, it's like the new Star Wars movie. You know, it's like, meh. You know, yeah. The new Star Wars movie was good, but it wasn't like, you know, uh, something I completely forgot the next day. This is like, whatever. And that's how the Star Trek movies are. Well, I think Red Letter Media said it really well about the new Star Wars, too. It's, it's a good movie, but that's it. Like, it's got the recipe to be a movie. It's got good writing. It's got... People brought in from the original series as a goodbye. It was a soft reboot. And yeah. That's, but that's what it was. It wasn't a deeper meaning of a movie. Even episodes one to three, which I hate, had a deeper substance to them. Unfortunately, you're right. <laughs> I am. Because... Like, see, the thing is, is like we may hate the prequels, but you'll never forget the prequels. No. Because those kind of like Star Trek, they were kind of boring. Not not boring, but they dealt with subject matter that wasn't... No, they were boring. I mean, politics. Metachlorians. I mean, the Senate issues. Like, it, it was a deeper movie. And I think that's what Luke was... After finally growing up a little bit, I can see what he was trying to do. But he should have just... Like he did with the originals... Don't fucking direct him. Just write it and let somebody else direct it. He shouldn't even write him. Like, he's a horrible writer. No, he, he wrote the first and third one. But Empire yeah. is the best one. Yeah. But, yeah, well, Kasdan wrote that and he wrote uh, Seven. Yeah. So, anyway, that's. maybe we should do a Star Wars episode. No. <laughs> no. I'll talk about the Star Wars games. No. Those are good games. No, they were. Poor expanded universe is gone now. Thank you, Disney. I can see why they did it, though. I mean, there how many books? Hundreds? I, I have a bookshelf behind me with like None. 60. No, I have a whole box you, you packed of Star Wars books. Yeah. You don't have a bookshelf in there. You liar. Like, Phony. Okay. <laughs> Let me see if we want to if we want to make a movie out of Star Wars: Assault on Salonia by Roger McBride. Like, no, Children of the Jedi. Actually, that was a really good book. No. I, I know that. Yeah, I read that book too. Um, the Thrawn trilogy that would make a good. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Even I mean, the X, the X Wing tr- uh, trilogy. 
would have been a good one. Yeah. But 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 see, you're. I mean, I don't know. I just didn't think the Star Wars movie needed to happen. It was just a cash grab. That's all it was. Well, I think kind of like, and tell me if you think if I'm close, but Star Wars and Star Trek were kind of dead. So these last five years, and I think there was such a want for a resurgence. That's what they did. They said, "Look, we can make a ton of money while." getting everyone back on the Star Wars and Star Trek hype, which I'm okay with a whole new, with kind of reviving the sci-fi world. Now, if they would revive Firefly, that'd be all right. I'd definitely be okay with that. I mean, not reboot it. I swear to fucking God, they reboot it and someone's going to die. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just didn't think... the Star Trek or Star Wars movies needed to happen. Yeah, people lost interest. I mean, that's just how things are. You know, we just move on, create new things. So yeah. I would have been completely fine if there was never a Star Wars movie or Star Trek movie. I think I think there's an issue with letting things die. Like no, Ghostbusters. No, no, it's, no, it's like money. It's all about money. No, I know, but that's the issue is they see these things that they can revive. It's like, yeah, you can revive anything, but should you? No, it's uh, it has to do with uh, you know you're uh, having a a non-random variable in your uh, market choice. You know, you know that Star Wars, you will have a predictable amount of um, interest in it, and there's uh, zero risk. Yeah, but look at Star Star Trek. That was a huge risk because Paramount canceled the show because there's no money left in it. And that's why they never rebooted the episode. That's why Worf never got his episodes or his show. That's why they never made the Voyager movie. Yeah, no, I mean, Star Trek was also a safe bet as well. That's another familiar name. People would have um, just, you know, got came in like zombies because they know the name. So they walk into the movie and watch it. I don't know. I think that was kind of risky to, but look at who they had directed. J.J. Abrams. I mean, if they had. He's a great director. If they had someone else like Brian Singer, like the Cohen Brothers, the Cohen Brothers, fuck, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> I would per- personally like to see Wes Anderson's view of Star Trek. Are you, no, are you talking about that video that came out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be um, Wes Anderson. <laughs> God, what a mind fuck that would have been. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, hmm. I kind of wish. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, I don't. I just don't care anymore. Like it's just, you know, they're just obvious money grabs. So, yeah, just move on from them. Hey, who's seen Westworld? So good. Oh man, did you watch episode ten? I uh, was that from yesterday. Yeah. I'm one episode okay. behind then. All right. Maybe How should... are you watching it, Alex? I have HBO. Like through Sling? Um, yeah, why not? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see what you're... Yeah, you're... you're uh, yeah, you're... Yeah, you're very... Shut up. L- legal. Um, 
streaming service. Um, <laughs> I also have very legal streaming services as well. I think everyone and, does. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, I do not condone pirating or stealing movies or even though those <laughs> facts lead to higher attendance right in the movie theaters from the people who steal the movies because they're bigger fans, but that's okay. Ooh. Let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about, yeah, the idiocy about behind your, the on piracy. Your <laughs> let's talk about what's on yours, Sean. See that <laughs> yeah, I won't come over. Well, time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that uh, Alex is on a uh, watch list. Yeah. Um, I think we're all on a watch list for bad mouth, bad mouthing J.J. Abrams. Oh, he doesn't care. <laughs> he he knew what he was making. Uh, George Lucas went and saw the uh, Rogue One and said he liked it. So I don't know if I should be worried because he loved episodes one to three. He's a wild card. Yes, I was watching Red Letter Media. And they were playing a clip of him saying, like, how adventurous he was for doing an all-black movie. <laughs> then it showed, like, 20 titles that came out back in the 60s and 70s of all black people. Oh, we don't talk about, what's it called? Red Wings? Red, red, red Tails. Tails. Don't talk uh, about Red Tails. I thought oh. it was the Star Wars Christmas, Christmas special that we didn't talk about. Ooh, oh, I love, love that. Yeah. Me and my friends, it's... Uh, what people don't realize about the Christmas special, it lasts a really long time. It's a long ass special. It lasts it's, way too long. It's it's hard to get through the Christmas special. <laughs> it's I, I don't know what I hate most is the Wookiee talk or the product placement throughout it. Or like how like Grandpa Wookiee is like watching a 3D woman dance for like maybe 20 minutes. Like it's just man. Grandpa's got some spunk left in him. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um. Well, Sean, what are we talking about next week? Uh. Uh. I don't know. What are What are we talking about next week? Oh, we're going to talk about what's on your hard drive. That should be the topic. What's on your hard drive? Yeah. Hard drive roulette. Um. I actually, I found. Unreal Tournament 2004 on my old hard drive. I was. That was a happy moment for me. That's a good game. Mm. I think we're talking RPGs next week. Oh, that's right. No. Yeah. RPGs. Yeah, and then we're going to do uh, the week after, we're going to do Steam Wishlist for Christmas. That'll be a good one. Yeah. So everyone can kind of start right, saving up. I had to clean up my wishlist for that episode. I had like 100 items. On my wish list, I I brought it down to like twenty. I keep so. getting weird emails like for games I forget I subscribe to, and it's like, oh, you have, oh, you, like, you mean all the neon, bad games you buy? Neon or Disco Dodgeball? God. So, Annie, one thing about Alex, he he's a con, con uh, a compulsive buyer of horrible things. So, Alex just plays really bad games all the time. That's no, 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 he doesn't play them. He just buys them. I just he, buy them. He, he's keeping the crap industry alive. Yeah. You well, him. you can blame starting, him. Starting this Friday, I'm going to start uh, my YouTube channel is going to start coming up with uh, free Fridays where I pick a free game off Steam and play it as long as I can. Oh my gosh. 
That's going to be awesome. You can't so, do it sober. I'm just letting you know. Oh, I'm. there'll be days where I'm not. When I come down, uh, let's play a farming simulator. It's not free. I've actually, I've actually heard that's a really fun game. I know, it but we... Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining in. I think next week we'll be doing the RPG episode. And don't forget to check out brokenmouse.co for all the episode outlines. You can subscribe to the channel from there. Stitcher, TuneIn, the Apple Store, and Google Play. Know if there's anywhere else, or SoundCloud, as well. Oh, and if you have any free stuff, send them our way. <laughs> <laughs>